Hey guys, welcome to You The Boss Podcast, episode 22. I'm your host, Pam. And this week we're going to be speaking with Marcela from Your Dream Wall. We talked a lot about, you know, her business and, and how she became a business owner and, and what she does with manifestation and vision boards and, and just changing people's outlook on their current situations and I had so much fun speaking with her because, you know, this is this is something really d- near and dear to me. The the art of a vision board and the art of just manifesting into your life, you know, putting things into pictures, putting things into words and then going out there and, and working for it. So, you know, her information's in the show notes. Her Instagram is your dream wall. That's Y-O-U-R. D-R-E-A-M-W-A-L-L. Definitely give her a follow, you know, go to her website and and hopefully I can see you soon at one of her workshops because she's definitely doing a lot of magic and I hope you guys enjoy this episode as much as I did. Hi, Marcela. Welcome to You The Boss Podcast. Hey. <laughs> I'm so excited to be chatting with you today. So I'm a dive right in kind of style. Uh, that's yeah. my style usually on my podcast. So, you know, we know your name is Marcela. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. I'm so, so, so excited to just share uh, who I am and how I can help in any way, whoever's listening as well to this podcast right now. Uh, my name is Marcela. I am the founder of Your Dream Wall uh, from New Jersey. Grew up uh, Latina background, but born, um, my father was in the military. So I was actually born in Germany, oh, uh, which is pretty wow. cool, kind of. <laughs> that is pretty cool. And um, just pretty much grew up in a lifestyle of a lot of no, no, no's uh, because of the Latino background as well. Um, but learned to understand now as an adult, why the no's. Um, in a sense of helping me, but also not helping me. So growing in that aspect, I guess, if you want to say. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So first of all, I think it's amazing that you were born in Germany. My, I have a friend who he's in the military now, but I think his dad was in the military. So he was born in Germany. And that still blows my mind because not that you should know where someone was born, but like, unless it's a, it's a specific conversation, like you would never know that they weren't born where you think they were. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about what you do. I know you mentioned the no and kind of alluding to that. So tell us kind of what you do and how you got into that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I want to say I definitely started off with growing up in a space where I was told a lot of no's. I realized as a child that I wanted to like explore a lot, do a lot. And it was always like capped because of fear with my parents, love my parents to death, Um, but a lot of fear. And I guess the way my parents grew up. Um, So for us, it was more of like a restriction with a lot of things that we were not able to do. And so growing up, it's kind of like that curious girl that always got in trouble. Mm -hmm. It was like, don't touch that. Don't do that. 
And um, I think moving along, I ended up my journey starting very young. I had my son at 21 from all that curiosity, Um, but it was such a blessing at the same time because I grew faster. And by the age of basically about um, 30, I want to say, which is not too long ago. um, I was going to say you're like (laughs) no older than 30, of course. (laughs) And um, I pretty much was in the medical field for about 10, about 10 years, graduated from college, um, graduated from St. Peter's. And then from there, I was already into the healthcare field. I knew that the healthcare field was something that's always going to be needed. And I kind of like always wanted to strive to just do a lot in the medical field. But Again, since my curiosity, the way that I am, I always wanted to do more. And in the medical fields, you're kind of like capped at certain points and certain limits in the position. And that's mm-hmm. pretty much what ended up happening with me. And therefore, within the those last years where I started feeling all that, I started personally developing myself, going to trainings, going to seminars, reaching out to mentors, um, just really expanding my mind. And I think when you expand your mind, so much ideas and vision and opportunity comes to you. Mm-hmm. And so from kind of exploring my way, I kind of started uh, realizing that I needed to empower myself by my words. And something that I was lacking was my confidence. And I, I can say that the people that were around me as well played, an, played a role in my life where I didn't feel significant enough. I didn't feel confident enough. I didn't feel empowered enough. And so therefore uh-huh. in life, sometimes you kind of have to move yourself because if you don't move yourself, life is going to move you. Right. And so therefore I pretty much got into the field of personal development, which I think everybody should know that (laughs) I love I love big corporations because some of them focus in and zero in on leadership and uh, certain facilities that I was working for they didn't have that so therefore you're kind of just in the jug just doing the same routine over and over no person's development and you're trying to personally grow yourself so that's the space that I was in I was in a space where I wanted more I needed more and I needed to be surrounded by more leaders wow Okay. So first I want to say, you said so many powerful things that like, I have a couple of points in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm like a, a double uh, note taker. So normally like if I'm watching something or like if I'm at a personal development conference, right. I'll, I'll be taking notes and then I'll be mentally taking notes. Right. And sometimes I won't write down what is in my mind. Um, so I say that because I made a couple mental bullets of saying like, first you went in and, and you recognized something in yourself where you said that you were lacking confidence. Yeah. And I think that that's really powerful to point out because, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us growing up in Latin homes, we grow yeah. up with that, especially yeah. as women. It's either, it's either one side of the coin. You either grow up where your mom is like, you have to be strong. You have to have a lot of pride. You have to have a lot of ego. And at the same time, it's a double-edged sword because then you become weak because you don't know how to ask for help. Right. right, And then the the other side of that is also, like you were saying, where it kind of almost put you in that position of somebody told you not to touch that. And you were like, but I have to, (laughs) like, because you told me I can't. So I have to. Right. And so- that opens up a door for you, for you to be more confident and to recognize that in yourself. And you didn't stay stuck where you could have, because you could have very easily been like, I'm not confident. That's not my thing. 
you know, yeah. you could have very easily done that. So you, you realized in yourself that you were lacking confidence and then you decided that you were going to change the rooms that you were going into. Absolutely. So when you started to do that, what did that do for you? Like, what was like the, if you hear my cat, it's, it's, you'll hear him possibly (laughs) just so you know, um, when you started doing that, when you started to put yourself in those different rooms, yeah. What did that do for you? What did you feel? What did you feel? And also how did that change what was going on around you? Mm, That's a great question. That was good. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, at the beginning, it was extremely uncomfortable, um, scary, but I also realized that uncomfortability brings opportunity. It builds you. So you, if you're staying comfortable day and night, 24 seven, you know, in this space that you're just not growing, like nothing is going to flourish out of that. You're just going right. to be you and there's no purpose, you know, like you're just kind of letting life pull you once again. Right. Mm-hmm. And so getting myself uncomfortable got me into a space at the beginning where I was like, but then at the same time, I was kind of like, no, like I have it in me. So I got to keep going. So that was number one. So number one is getting uncomfortable. Number two was, um, once getting myself uncomfortable, allowing the right, the right people to flow into my night, into my life with acceptance. So sometimes we don't want to accept that, right? Maybe right now I don't have friends. Maybe right now I don't have the right community. So in that quiet space, grow, read, listen, um, go to seminars, you know, go network with people, go meet people, you know, like I think getting yourself uncomfortable requires that. So number one was, like I said, Uh, getting uncomfortable. Number two, while getting myself uncomfortable, I got to experience the quietness and the stillness of being different, like in different rooms, and then being able to attract the right people in my life. And when I say the right people, I'm talking about mentors, I'm talking about sisterhood, I'm talking about my faith. Um, So I think those were so important to my life community. Um, that really allowed me to see and to build and to, you know, just like, I remember like praying to God and just being like, God, thank you for like this sisterhood. Like, thank you that there's women that are on my side. They're Latinas. Like, thank you for allowing me to see overflow in them, like being joyful for me, like being excited for me, because I didn't grow up in that. I grew up right. A lot of the women like bashing each other. And there's so much competition and, you know, this and that and the drama and fighting and, you know, all that nonsense. That's all nonsense. Yep. And so being able to be an adult and walk away from that and say, you know what, if I'm going to be in a space by myself, right, because you're going to be in a space by yourself at first, but then being able to meet other women, powerful leaders. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wouldn't trade it for nothing. (laughs) Like, Oh, that's great. Yeah, I think I think that's really special. Like you mentioned that quiet time. Yeah. So I've found and and I'm sure you have as well that that quiet time is actually the same as the uncomfortable time. Yeah. And this is a whole topic within itself, which I'm not going to dive into, (laughs) but it's kind of like the the concept of our phones and how, you know, it used to just be that you used your phone for phone calls and now you literally walk around with the world in your hand and that's powerful, but it's also very noisy. Yeah. And so we become so afraid of that quiet time. Right. Of, 
for me, like, I think, I think we're, we're similar on the aspect where you mentioned your faith, right? Right. When I was a little girl, my mom used to say things like, I woke up at three in the morning and it was like, it was like something came to me and I'd be like, (laughs) okay. I'd be like, sure, mom. So like, I think a week or two ago, it was like something totally random, but it woke me up out of my sleep at like three in the morning. Yeah. And I think it had something to do with work. I don't know. I, I can't remember exactly. But the point is, it came to me at like three in the morning. And I think it came to me because I was in that quiet space. Mm. But also it was like a reminder of being like, hey, remember that you have to do this, something that I which I rarely do, but I didn't write it down. I didn't put it in my calendar. I was like, how did I forget that? Yeah. And I feel like people are afraid of that quiet space. Yeah. And which is funny because like you've mentioned a couple of times, like life is going to move you whether you move or it moves you. Yeah. And so if you don't want to be uncomfortable, you don't want to, let's say, network, you don't want to put yourself out there. You don't want to spend that time and putting yourself in different rooms that maybe your current group of friends isn't walking in. Yeah. You still remain uncomfortable because you're not being true to yourself. Yeah. You're not. You're not speaking to who you are. So now you're like, you're uncomfortable because you're stifling yourself Mm. because you don't want to be uncomfortable in a quiet place. Yeah. So it's like either way you're uncomfortable, you might as well go for what you want. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So the name of your company is your dream wall. Um, You mentioned that you're also a mom, which is fantastic. The fact that you can be a mom and do anything else in my (laughs) mind is amazing because I think I'm not a mother yet. Um, But I watch people. I've watched you and you've been like all over the place in just two weeks and like you're still a parent and I'm sure your child is still alive. So it's like, (laughs) so tell us a little bit about how your dream wall came to be. Like, was it something you feel was gradual or did you just one day say, hey, I could do this thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I, you know how you just said how you woke up like randomly. Mm -hmm. So that's what was happening to me Um, while I was working my um, nine to five job. um, I was really, I was just going through so much like, like, I feel like I was just trying to pull myself because of the money and, you know, the position and, you know, just being comfortable. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But like, on that's the a heavy right one. My, but on the right side of my brain, knowing like, Marcella, there's no more growth. Marcella, you've been here for X amount of years. Marcella, uh, you need more leadership. Marcella, you need more vision, you know, like, and so I remember every single morning um, I went, so before that happened, I went to an amazing, um, um, like seminar weekend and Mm -hmm. we got this book called the Psalms and I went ahead and it was just specifically that book. And I never read it in my life. And just one day randomly, I was like, all right, I'm going to commit myself to every single morning, just reading this book and just reading like a verse basically. Mm -hmm. And so I remember opening it up and just reading the verse every single day. And it was insane because the person who wrote the book, that's how I was feeling every day. I would hate it. And then I would feel strongly about it. And then I would feel passionate about it. And it was like, it was just an, a roller coaster of emotions. Cause the book is based off of, um, a warrior basically going through the challenge from start to end of where God 
wanted him to be placed. And so I remember reading that book and every single day I would literally write a word down, like whatever I got out of it, like, and I'm not talking about a sentence. I'm talking about just one word. Like that was it like beautiful. And then I started affirming on the card. I would write it like on a post-it and then I would just put, I am, and then it would say beautiful, let's say, because that word stuck, stuck out to me. And so every single day I would just see this, I would see it. And then at nighttime, when I'd go to sleep, I would just start envisioning and dreaming. And I might, I know it might sound wild, but like, I would sound wild to me. (laughs) I would wake up at night and I would literally like I have and I still have the journal with me and I would write in the journal like what my dreams were and what my visions were and I didn't know what they meant I didn't know what they meant I had written like words all over the place I had written um you know empowering community I have written a global I had written women like speaking to a lot of women um you know but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it meant. So I went a whole year of just writing my visions, my dreams, my thoughts. Like I didn't know what it was. And, and you then, were still going to work in that time. Too, and I was right? still working. Yeah. I was still wow. working single mother the whole night, like just doing the thing, doing the grinds. Mm-hmm. And then I would come home and like, I would just have all these post-its around me and my friends came over one day and I had made this beautiful white and black collage of just the words. Like, just like I just started typing them up and then I just kind of printed them and just kind of pasted them on my wall. And so they came over to my house and they're like, yo, this is dope girl. Where you get this from? And like taking selfies and like this and that. And all the words behind were like queen, flourishing, gratitude, freedom, happiness, abundance, just powerful words. Wow. And I was like, girl, I made this. And they're like, can you make me some? And then I was like, all right, cool, whatever. Like, I'll make you some. And then like from one to the next, just people started hitting me up and, you know, just people just started connecting with me and everything. And, um, you know, it's funny because I read something that said that when you're chasing after your dreams, there's going to be a lot of um, pull if you're still trying to do something else that's not yours. And so what was happening was my nine to five was like just odd things happening, like just random weird things like arguments and like selfishness and like jealousy and like just drama, like drama. And it was probably the only year that I saw so much drama happen in my career. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was like, God, like, what are you trying to tell me? And from one to the next, a whole situation happened. And I was like, you know what? this is it. Like, this is the cherry on top. I gotta go. I quit on a Friday and I never looked back. So it's been about three years. I have not worked five. I've just been literally dedicated to what I believe God has given me. And there's so much purpose in what I'm doing. And every single time for anybody who's listening out there that you feel that this is not for you. If you keep getting pulled in, that means that it's for you. (laughs) Wow. And that's exactly what would happen to me. Every time I would be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I should just go and apply. Maybe I should just go through this. Maybe. And then the, it would never work out. It just would never work out. And then I would get the email or I would get the call or I would get, hey, we need you to come out. Hey, this. And I'll be like, all right, let's go back to this. Until now, I'm in a space where I am fully committed to my purpose and my calling and I think that when you literally do like a tunnel vision and you're committed to what your heart and your passion is telling you to do you're not gonna go wrong you're not wow so (laughs) like 
my heart because I feel so connected to this, especially on the concept of like, you were doing all the right things. You know, you went to college, you were taking care of yourself, you were taking care of your son and you go into this career because you're correct in the medical field. It's always going, you know, things change, things evolve, but ultimately, you know, a hospital and a funeral home will not go out of business. Like they are, um, the medical field in general, they're, they're kind of, I'm not going to say permanent because nothing's permanent, but they are definitely pillars in in the day-to-day life. Right. And so you were doing all these things and you kept basically coming back to the center of like, yeah, but that's not the permanent. Right. That's not not it. Right. So first I want to say thank you for sharing that because that you know, even though I'm sure it's something that you probably talk about often in what you do, that's still something personal to share, especially yeah. in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, I think it's important for listeners to to hear this kind of a story because I feel like so many of the listeners, they are, they're motivated to do something else. Yeah. And they keep getting wrapped up in their excuses. Yeah. And I think that that goes back to that same uncomfortable place of being like I'm afraid to be in that quiet space I'm afraid to like walk away from my nine to five yeah you know you don't have a plan and yeah so (laughs) what's what's kept you going over the last three years I mean the last two years has been a literal something for the books (laughs) you know so so you walked away on a Friday and what did you, I mean, I'm, I imagine you're going to tell me, but like, what did you do? Like, did you just, did you save your money and then just decide like, I'm going to do it or like, how did that come about? Yeah. Yeah. So I quit on a Friday and that Friday was actually my last paycheck. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm a full-time mother. I was living well in Bergen County. Bergen County is not the cheapest place to live in. It probably um, never will be. <laughs> and I lived on my own. So um, gracefully, thankfully. And, um, you know, I remember that Monday. Um, and by the way, all I've known is a nine to five. Like growing yeah. up, like I, I didn't know what entrepreneurship was. I didn't know what it was to hustle, you know, three, four jobs. Like all I knew was just like a job. I work and I get paid and that's cool. And that's and it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't know better. And so those last three years before I left that position, I was getting into the personal development and like the whole nine. So like, I was kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Like, this is how it works. Okay, cool. And so um, that Monday, I remember I went to drop off my son to school and normally I would make a right to go to to the way towards my job. And so that morning I made that left and I just remember like just crying. Like I was like, I can't believe I did this. Like, you know, did I do the right thing? You know? And then right behind me, I had made these uh, vision boards behind me there. They were definitely different before now they're now they're different too. And they were different before. And um, I remember just creating them with so much of my heart with like tears and like the whole nine. And I remember packing them in my car and I had to pull over once I made that left because I was just so emotional. Like, I was like, I don't even know, like if I did the right thing. Mm -hmm. And then I just kind of just did a prayer and I breathed in, breathe out. And then I was like, Hey, let's go on the mission. 
And that weekend, I had went and researched shelter homes. I had went and reached a couple of women's facilities. And I basically told myself, okay, Marcella, your target goal is to go into 10 facilities. And out of these 10, just kind of figure out what's going to happen out of that. So I went to these 10 facilities with my products. And out of 10 of them, eight of them called me back to book them. Wow. And I had no idea what I was doing, by the way. I had maybe done like, I don't know, maybe like one to four workshops, maybe. And at that, they were like fun ones. They were like, oh, hey, girl, come through. Like, let's create a vision board. Like, it was not professional, like nothing. And I remember these uh, settings were just like, these are beautiful. Like, this is what women need. Like, women need to see this. Women need to interact and do this amazing, you know, board that you have going on. And so I was like, yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they totally do. Like, I just kind of yeah. <laughs> And then from there, like, that's when I realized, like, I have something in my hands that I can go really far. And therefore, like I said, three years now we're in, we've done close to like 100 workshops through the pandemic as well. Wow, that's amazing. Like, I have to express that because I know so many people shut down and, you know, so unfortunate, all these things like we stayed so um, adamant and close to our people, our community to support them because clearly COVID not only was, not only was it health, but it was all mental as well. Yeah. You know, like, it was really mental. Like how mm-hmm. crazy are you going to go in this house? Like, you know, so we did workshops through online. I mean, we just got to work basically. And now we, um, where our products are being shipped in about where I think now we hit like 18 States now wow. and we're working in, um, three different countries right now as well. So we Europe, Africa, and the Caribbeans right now. So That's awesome. Congratulations. Really building right now. Thank you. We're building, building, building. And the other thing for anybody out there as well, another gem is when you're building your purpose remind yourself that your purpose is bigger than you. So meaning you got to stay committed and obedient to what's here and what's here, you know, because if not, you're going to be all over the place. You're going to go crazy. Right. (laughs) Get wrapped up in that mindset of, oh, but you don't understand, you know, I need to make money. Right. Oh, you don't understand. I can't, I can't just do that right now. And, you know, I, I want to say that I really commend you because walking away from a job in general yeah. is a big deal, whether you're retiring or you're leaving and you don't necessarily have a, a full blown backup plan. Yeah. Um, I think that it, your backup plan was in your heart. Yeah. And I think that that was that was like in your purpose based on like kind of what you're saying. Yeah. But it's so hard to just turn around as an entrepreneur and be like, yeah, I'm done burning the stick on both ends. I'm going to go do this thing. So yeah. that's already hard, let alone that you you kind of hadn't even fully started yet. Right. Like you were you had done a couple of workshops, like you said, and then you were just like, I'm leaving by <laughs> like there was no like. Yeah. There was no like methodical, like I'm going to save my money for six yeah. months. And like, no, you were just like, I'm leaving. I'm done with this. Yeah. And I think, I think that that's so powerful within itself, you know, and, and, in what you're doing and, and what the message that you're using yourself to put out there, but to, to really take that kind of a leap of faith. Cause that's what that is. It's a leap of faith. Yeah. 
Absolutely. and say, I'm going to go do this thing and I'm going to do what I need to do to make it work. I think that's amazing. And if no one has ever told you that makes you a rock star in my eyes, because like, seriously, I, I can't even imagine, I can't even imagine what that would have done stress wise. Oh yeah. 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 So it's not easy. Um, but I always, I, what I always say to myself is we're not living in heaven. So nothing's perfect. Nothing is no matter what you do relationships, you know, career, nothing is perfect. So there's always going to be obstacles, no matter what happens. The question is, are you willing to stick around for the obstacles because they're helping you to grow your future? You know, one thing that I always looked at is, okay, I'm over here, but let's say I'm over here, right? I'm working, Mm -hmm. right? My nine to five, whatever it is. Okay. But now look ahead of yourself and can you see yourself this far where you're at in that position? Where, what type of personality do you have? What are you striving? How are you after work? What are you building for your community? How is your health? You know, and I feel like when I was in that position or whatever I was doing at the time, I was just like, just working to pay my bills and there was no happiness there was no joy there was no purpose there was a lot of learning Mm -hmm. because I believe that every single stage no matter what you do you're gonna learn you know I had my son at 21 I learned a lot very young yeah um but no matter what like you have to be a champion you have to have that champion mindset and I think growing through what I went through I always positioned myself to say I deserve the best. I because Absolutely. I'm a smart woman. I can do a lot. If if she can do it, why can't I do it? And in very in a very humble way, you of know, course. like in a very humble way. Like if she can do it, or let me see what she's doing. Okay, so she's a manager or she's a CEO. Okay, what is her attitude like? How much free time does she spend with her family? Is that the career that I want to be at? Where is she at right now? Is she happy in her position? Cause you can make a lot of money, but be so, so miserable inside. Mm-hmm. And that was something that before I got into this journey, I would see a lot. I saw a lot of women making good income, but they were just so miserable. They were mean. They were vicious. They were, you know, just cruel, like just no heart. And I was like, I don't want to be like that. I don't right. want to have gray hairs at like 30 years old. Like, no, like I want to be joyful. I want to make impact. I want to create a movement. I want to have my son build off of whatever I'm doing right now. And right. because of him, we actually developed uh, your dream wall kids where we go into hospitals, we go into wow. schools, we go into high schools, we go into elementary schools, we go into libraries and we really really empower these kids and my son gets to speak and empower these kids too wow so that's so amazing to really hear kind of like what you've taken on but I I definitely want to hone in on something really quick of you saying you saw what was going on around you and and seeing these other women yeah and, and seeing them, let's say, be successful in their career. Right. But they weren't what you envisioned as far as success when it came to who they were, how yeah. they were, what their character was. And I think that that's, that's really powerful, right? Because there's also the, the concept that 
right now on social media, one of the great things that has come from social media is being able to connect with people virtually. Yeah. Like right now we're on Zoom and we're able to connect with one another. You know, that's become a thing where we can reach so many, let's say, different kinds of mentors and things like that. And we're able to see different things. And I think that it's it's important to know who you're allowing to be a mentor Mm -hmm. and who you're you're seeking out. Right. Because anyone can be good at what they know and then like teach you about it. Right. Like if I was trying to be if I was trying to be a bodybuilder, I could go and find a gajillion of those and take one or two and follow them. Yeah. And then in two years, they could both have be fully retired from bodybuilding because they did all the wrong things. And now because I followed them, I did all the wrong things. And now my body's all messed up. And like, so it's important to say that, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, that we should be careful who we allow to mentor us and who we allow to have that effect on us. Because again, like you mentioned, if you would have taken the route of, all right, well, I'll just make the money. Yeah. I'll just make the money. I'll go that route. Like who knows? Maybe, I mean, you for sure wouldn't be living your purpose, but you would also be essentially modeling off of someone who's measurable. Right. Yeah. Um, so you, you have your dream wall, you have your dream wall kids. What's something that, that you didn't see before you started this, that you, that you do see now or that you're able to like bring into when someone asks you why you do what you do, what's something that you didn't see previously before you got started that now you can? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So impact. Um, I did not think that your dream wall would be impacting people the way that it's been impacting. Um, the way we got connected in Miami, I mean, that was just like, I was just like, what? (laughs) Um, And what I realized is the impact, like what's happening, why we're getting calls, why we're getting called out to come out, why we're, you know, our, our, our online store is the way it is. It's like, the way we're getting booked, it's because of the impact. So at the beginning, like I thought like, oh, okay, cool. Like it's to make somebody feel good. And you know, that's cool. That's nice. Right. I thought like singleness, like, okay, you need this, but I didn't think groups of people would need this. I didn't think that corporations would be calling me to do this as a team building activity. You know, I didn't think schools would be reaching out to me by saying, hey, you know, these kids, they need to hear this and they need to do this activity. Like, I didn't think about it like that. I thought about it as like, okay, cool. Like I'm going to be home and I'm going to create this by myself and I'm just going to do this to make myself feel good, right? But to know that like, it's expanding more and more every day and to know like the impact is like, like we're about to be in Puerto Rico in two weeks and I'm wow. just like impact. Like, it's just impact. Like, it's just like, it's like bubbling up and it's just like the impact. And I'm just, I feel so amazing because at the beginning I thought singleness, just one person needs it, but it's like, no, Marcel, the world needs it. So I didn't see that. I didn't see that the world needed it. I just thought you needed it. And like, that was it. 
<laughs> wow. Wow. That's that's really beautiful to to really like I'm really happy for you. You know, sometimes sometimes we get wrapped up on what we see on social media. Yeah. And, you know, I'll be honest, before we when I first started following you, I kind of wasn't sure what you did. Now, I would like to say that the type of vision board that I'm familiar with is like with pictures and like different goals and things like that. So I'm not a stranger to that. Um, and then I started paying attention to you when I started following you and, and I saw some of what you were doing and I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like who would have like, I literally have two vision boards <laughs> sitting in my living room right now. Like who would have thought that that's amazing. And then over the course of the last two years, over the course of, I can't even believe I've been following you that long <laughs> over the course of, of this time, like us even connecting now, like, I think it's so amazing to think that like you took something that people do basically playing around and, yeah. and you bought it to a level of, like you said, like just impacting, you know, I personally, I know a lot of people that are afraid to make vision boards because yeah it's one of those things that like looking at it makes them uncomfortable. Cause then they're like, Oh, I have to do this thing. And like, yeah, they feel like, Oh, it's a waste because I'm not doing what is on my vision board. Okay. And here you are saying like, I'm going to do this scared. Cause I'm yeah. sure that you were like, I'm <laughs> petrified. <laughs> and you, you took this really unique format and yeah. said, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to I'm going to bring this to you, like you mentioned, I'm going to bring this to this person, which then grew into people, which now at this point, you're, you're reaching different communities, right? Like now you're not you're not local. You right. you are local, but you're not just local. Right. You're not you're not just in a in a single in a single minded kind of mentality. Yeah. And. As someone who, you know, like me personally, I started you the boss with the same kind of mindset of like, oh, I just want to bring to the table of talking a little bit about everything. And like personal development has been a very big part of my life in the last 10 years. Mentorship has been a very big part of my life over the last 10 years. I, I joke about it, but I'm very serious when I say to my husband, like if we didn't have the right mentorship and if we didn't have our faith, but specifically if we didn't have mentorship. I didn't have self-development books, we probably wouldn't be together. Like you would have been just a past buyer in my life. And that would have been the end of that because right. I came from a little bit of, of entrepreneurship because my mom was a stay-at-home mom by the time I was born. But I didn't, I didn't know that I would end up in that route either. I just knew that I was going to be doing something outside of my career. So, you know, fast forward and meeting my husband and wherever I was mentally in that time, personal development has been such a big part. So a year or two years ago, I started thinking about starting a podcast and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do it. And I was talking to a friend of mine because I was listening to a lot of true crime and I was like, oh, like maybe we could do a podcast together. And she kind of like just fell off. And then I went like in this whole other direction of like. I'll just start it. And then I did a couple episodes last year. And then it was like, this is more than just personal development. 
you know, this is about not letting life move you. Mm. Right. And so I feel this like connectedness to what you do as far as like that, the impact. Yeah. And I do want to ask you for anyone that's listening right now that maybe they're, they're in their own journey, right? Cause we all are in different yeah. places. They're in a journey where maybe they feel stuck right now in their, I'll paint the scenario. They're working, but they really want to be a photographer. Mm-hmm. And it's been a month or two since they picked up their camera. They're really new. They're still getting like started or even someone who's in a career and is thinking about going back to school and getting a completely different degree. Mm-hmm. What's something that you would want that listener to take from today's episode, from your story, from what you do? It doesn't have to be one thing. It can be a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. So for anybody listening right now that you feel stuck, um, let's take the word stuck out. Let's empower. Let's, let's use a different word. And I'll say, um, your journey, you know, where's your journey right now? And how can we embrace the journey that we're in right now to feel gratitude because we're alive, right? So mm-hmm. for the person that's listening, just kind of be in a space of calmness, just be in a space of gratitude and then be in a space of saying, okay, what are my next best steps? So I always take people, okay, what are your next best steps? Have you done research on it? Um, are you working on it? So one thing is I stayed consistent no matter what happened, no matter my son was sick, no matter when I was working my nine to five, whatever it is. When I got home, I literally took at least one hour of the day and committed myself to what I believe is your dream well now. But if I didn't stay committed to that, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Right. Um, so staying committed to the process staying around the right group of people because the right group of people are going to influence you or they're going to, they're going to hold you back. Um, and standing in a space that you know how powerful you are. So meaning if you need to put on the wall affirmations, if you need to put on the wall visions of yourself or these ideas, write them down and look at them every single day. There's a scripture called Habakkuk Tutu and it's write the vision down, make it plain on paper. So that the next person who reads it, they can, they can understand it. And that right there is literally in every single successful book. If you don't write your vision down, if you don't write what your right. purpose is, yep. you're yep. literally just going to keep it here. And by the way, a human person thinks, I think it's anywhere from, I believe it's anywhere from 30 to about 60,000 thoughts a day, 30. And then the next day you think about the same thing. So how can I contain all that, but not take action? Write it down, write it down, just write it down, stay consistent, have faith and go get it. Wow. (laughs) Definitely. I'm so supportive of the write it down. Yeah. I think, I think one of the, one of the biggest things in writing it down is also that like, it's kind of like when cement is drying, if you write a name in it, like, you know, when your kids and like somebody put down new cement and you want to mess it up and draw a flower in it for whatever reason, <laughs> it makes it permanent. Mm, that's so good. So, so in good. writing it down, you're almost giving it life. Like 
Mm. You know, my my opinion and my belief is that you don't get a thought out of nowhere that's given to you and that's given to you from a higher power. So you're given this thought, you're given this idea, no matter how ridiculous, no matter yeah. how silly. Yeah. Like if, I, if I say I'm going to invent a new kind of microphone, first <laughs> of all, I don't know the first thing about the anatomy of a microphone, but for the sake of the example, <laughs> and if I say I'm going to make a new kind of microphone that you can put on your steering wheel and you can put it wherever it's a mobile microphone. <laughs> if I just say it and I just think it, maybe I'll put, I'll put work towards it to make it happen. Yeah. But if I write it down, yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like a part of your spirit is like, okay. Yeah. I, I put this yeah. down. This is on paper. Yeah. And I think it's so, again, I, I really enjoyed our talk today. I think it's so powerful what you're doing. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but keep going. You know, <laughs> yeah. you have in, in a world where there's so much to be negative about, where mm -hmm. there's so much to be not to take away from like real life things happening. You know, there there are a lot of things going on globally that. Yeah you know, that touch us in one way or another. Mm -hmm. And I think that what you're doing is very impactful to kind of say, yes, this is happening. Yeah. And here is a way for you to better yourself and put your better self into the world sure. so that the world can be a little bit better because you're here. Yeah. Um, so Marcela, thank you so much for meeting with me today. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on You the Boss. I really enjoyed our talk. I hope we can meet for coffee soon since yes, yes, now yes. we've kind of like met on Zoom. So now we can meet in person. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. And just know that, like you said, like um, you're not going to be given a vision if it's like it's you, like you were chosen, you know, yeah. like, you know, I could have done a million things with my life. And so sometimes I sit there and I'm like, oh my God, I created a vision board like company. Like, are you kidding me? Like, sometimes I'm like, Marcella, what are you doing? <laughs> and then like now, like, I'm just like, okay, I, I understand it. It's to impact. So just understand at the beginning, if it doesn't make sense, but you enjoy it, just keep going. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me. Also. Well, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you.